Me and me came from nothing. I did hustle my own thing. Me and got- hey, welcome back. It's your man at the end, the Duke. Hey, it's D for dialogue, folks. Welcome back to the Holy Duo. Yes, yes, yes. We're back with another episode, episode thirteen, season two. Uh, we're just keeping it rolling, man. If you guys like the video, man, smash that like button. If you like the audio version, you know, rate us, do all that good stuff, man. We're on all, all audio platforms and also on YouTube in 4K. So check us yeah. out on both platforms and, and, and definitely share this content, all the good stuff that you like. If you want to hit us on the email, all social medias and everything to the to the links are down below. So go check them out if you want to find us on any platform. Also... Um, if you haven't already, subscribe on YouTube, you know, get yep. notified. And then and yeah. then I don't know when, but in sometime in the future we are gonna start going live. So turn yeah. on post notifications so you know when we go live and, and, and you can join us. But without further ado, <clears throat> let's start off as we customarily do with our holy and demonic moments H D. What's up, D? What's going on? Uh let's see, with my holy moment, um, well, I will have to say this was a short week. What was it? Memorial Day weekend. So it was a four-day week for work. And that was yeah. great. That I was always lovely. enjoy that, man. Yeah. yeah you know, I, I spoke to a couple of people <laughs> at this event that I went to talking about how, you know, it would be great if America transitioned over oh, to, to a four-day four work week. You know, some somebody at work said the same thing. But at, at the same time, though, it's going to be less... Sika, are you with it by your side? It's going to be less. It's going to be less, but the quality of life would improve a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, you, you, that's an interesting thing you bring up because the less money that people make, the economy has to adjust to it. Um, your local economy has to adjust to it. So the more money you make, the more things cost in your economy because money's flooding into the markets, money's flooding into the car places, and things are being bought. So the prices are going higher. But if people are making less, it's going to be less expensive. But, you know, that's a transition that we have to make. Yeah, that transition. is not going to be perfect. Yeah, and, and, and probably that. that <laughs> yes, yes, to, to what you said. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, what? so what, you like the extra work day because... But no, it, it doesn't have to be. If you're on a salary, your salary can still be the same as long as you're producing the same amount of quality work. Yeah, but but for hourly, it's definitely affecting the hourly for sure. Right. So then maybe yeah. the transition should be for salary based people. Yeah. People, yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, but then again, is it gonna compensate for the day that you don't work? What is? So like. Or okay, okay, because salary is, is set, right? But right. <clears throat> so I was just thinking, like the day that you don't work, is that included or excluded with the salary type of well, thing? Well, salary is this is how much I'll pay you for this position for the year. It's not how much I'll pay you per hour for the year. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay, so so so, so 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 just based on that logic, then okay, it won't change. Shoot, make yeah. it three days. Okay, see, now you won't really get much work done. <laughs> I think it's three days, dog. Shoot, I, your, I need... Your work hours, huh? No, 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 go ahead. Your work hours would have to go from like eight or nine hour days to like 10 or 12, man. Uh, 
<laughs> uh, I need four days with my wife, man. Four days. <laughs> you know, what are you gonna do for four days? Hey, bro, get get out, travel, bro. What you mean? It's you a know, lot. That would be a drastic change, but it would make the quality of your workers improve. People would be happy to come in. Yeah, work. people will be happy because they know that they that they're gonna have a long time off. <laughs> exactly. You know? Seriously, man. And, and and probably PTO would be used less because it's so it's so you know, it's so compact that exactly it's not even a hassle to work those and days no more. You know, PTO only accounts for like three or four weeks off of a whole year. It's bad, man. Bro, the way that the way that people use PTO at my work, bro, I would think they have PTO like for two months out of the year, bro. Yeah. That's how I right? see it. I'm telling you, like, bro, it's like every other every week somebody's on PTO, bro. I think they have it accumulated or something, cause Bro, I don't know, but they just popping the PTOs like boom, 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 boom. Like, dang. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, man. That's nice. If we had a PTO for every Friday of the week, oh, that would be great. That would be That would be great, bro. Yeah, man. Bro, wifey time, vacation time. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good. You're going to have time to do that. Community time. You can go do stuff with friends. Yeah, man. Yeah, yep. you could plan stuff. But yeah, man, that's how my week has been. That was a great convo. But how's your week? Um pretty like hey, just like yours, you know, quick. It felt very very fast and easy. Mm-hmm. Um my car was in the shop, so that's a de- that's a demonic moment. My AC was not, like it like it worked. I, I spoke too soon when I told you my AC was working. Spoke too soon, uh, but um it did work for like a like a moment. In the day, but then it stopped working again. So for the past couple of days, it's been blowing heat. So I took it to the shop on Wednesday, I think Tuesday or Wednesday, and they they've had it since yesterday. I just picked it up yesterday, and but now they had to order a part for it, and the part came in on Friday or Thursday, and they started working on it right before the shop closed. Then they worked on it in the afternoon time, and um, they got everything done before lunch or during lunch, but I didn't pick it up till, um, later on in the evening because obviously I don't have a car. Had to wait for my ride to come pick me up. Yeah. So, got, you know, picked it up yesterday, but now everything's working great. Great AC. Cause you know, down South, bro, if you don't have no AC, you basically trying to lose weight. You basically trying to drive in a sauna. That's what you're driving in. Basically. You know? You say it down south. The, I will give down south the humidity. Y'all have heat and hum. That the humidity is what will get you. Oh my, because it's it gets hot up here, bro. Like someone has a magnifying glass on you as you're driving. Like it gets real hot up here. But y'all beat us with the humidity. <laughs> yeah, we want moisturize. We want yeah, we want moisturize down here. So yeah, so but are still ashy. <laughs> nah, yeah, bro, you still hey, and um, yeah, but the heat down here, bro, it it just makes you like, it just you sweat so fast, like the yeah. the amount of time and effort it takes 
for you to sweat is very small. You walk outside, I'm telling you, by the time you get to your car, you you already moisturize. Mm. Already, bro. <clears throat> so that's, that's the demonic moment. And but holy moment, the AC's working now. And another holy moment, real quick, is I was watching Andre Ward um speak on a sermon. And if you don't know who Andre Ward is, and for those who don't know who Andre Ward is, he's a he's a pro boxer. Um Olympic titleman, um, and so on and so forth. He was even on the movie Creed for a couple scenes. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> but the point is, I didn't know he was a Christian. And so when I saw the YouTube video about him him preaching, I was like, oh, snap. This guy this guy knows God. And yeah. for, for those out there who, who heard me say knows God, I don't mean just know that God exists. I mean that knows God. That's a Christian relational, and relational, yeah. yeah. You know, does his thing. You know, studies the word and all that. But he was preaching, and the sermon was great. I thought the sermon was pretty good, and it's just interesting to hear what he went through in his life to how he got to um, where he is now. Man, it's crazy. His story is pretty mm. intense, but you know, it just shows that God is working in in people's lives um, that are. <clears throat> Um, in high positions, you know, as well. And it's, it's it's encouraging to see somebody in his field, you know, like the entertainment space, you know, even though it's sports, it's still entertainment, right? Um, to, to, to come to that state of, state of being, you know, because mm-hmm. we know a lot of people in that state of being don't care about God because they, they think and they feel that they have everything that they need. Why do I need God, you know? Of course. And, and so on and so forth. But to see him, Olympic champion, Bob, Bob, and, you know, he's making money, to know who God is and, and to speak on it, that was like, okay, you know, there are people that can be in the entertainment field and and still be okay. Because, you know, the the stigma with the churches, you know, if you're in the entertainment or this place, that place, Hollywood, New York, they assume you're of the devil or whatever. And that's not true. And so seeing that was encouragement showing that, okay, it's it's really not true. Like people are in there who are Christian and are doing things right. So I thought that was pretty nice. Yeah, but barely though. Barely. <clears throat> well it's very rare to find someone like that. Well well yeah, yeah. I I, th- I think it's rare because uh, like like maybe a lot of people aren't open. Because I do think there are people that may may believe in God may, and maybe Christian that are scared to talk about it. So the rarity is people coming out and talking about it. That's what I think. I think it's more than we know. Really? Yeah, I yeah I, I I actually think there's more than we know, but not a lot are are confident for some reason. I don't know. You know, when you hear these different celebrities and people in the entertainment industry talk about the things that they talk about, that's what I mean. Not not that they're there and they're afraid to come out, but, you know, not to bring politics into this, but, you know, some political perspectives are philosophical perspectives, right? And if we're talking philosophy, then we're, we're talking um, um, from a somewhat from a theist perspective, meaning it has something to do with God or a God. So some of these perspectives that these celebrities or people in the entertainment industry are talking about when they when they 
open up on their political perspectives. It gives you a sense of them not having a relational relationship with God. They just say they're Christians. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, some yeah, some people just be throwing like a lot of people just be throwing it out. But but you could just like you said, like through how they speak, you can tell which ones know God for real and which one is just talking. You know, there. Yeah, a, a lot of times you can see it clearly. Yeah. So so then maybe the ones that do know God, as you're saying, aren't speaking up at all because we don't really. Yeah, hear from them. yeah, they probably don't speak about it. Probably not like you know, doing things like that, like out in the open, um, to where we could be like, oh yeah, yeah, he's one right there, yeah. Yeah, because they could, yeah. Yeah, we just, but but we do hear a lot of people that say, yeah, you know, God just got that, but. Yeah. Not, you know? Yeah, and then they say something crazy like, yeah, I was just talking to God this morning. Oh, okay. But anyway. Yeah, um, man. So, that, so that's, that was. That's cool. Yeah, so that's my HD moments, man. Let's hop straight into the main topics of the day, man. If you're new to the channel, this is part where we uh just have a conversation. Don't forget. Like D always says, D hit him with the uh, tagline. Hey, man, y'all always remember we are just two guys having a conversation. And, you know, we're not professionals or anything of that nature. Just two normal guys. Imagine bringing your friends over on a Saturday to just eat and talk. You find out their perspective and opinion. If you find it worthwhile, you can take some gems from it and whatnot. But we're not here to advise you. You're just here to listen in on our conversation. And if you yeah. have anything to say or anything to contribute or something for us to talk about, drop it down below. We're ready to talk about it. Drop it down. And with that, let's hop into the, to our uh, first topic. Hey, man, do you want you go ahead and start us off? So... This this topic is a little bit interesting, right? I'm going to just go ahead and say it. So we accept men not looking good. As a matter of fact, there there are certain things about about men that women celebrate that just don't make sense. Like the dad bod. How yeah, does what that is make that? sense? What is it? What is that, bro? I don't understand it at no, all. No, bro, and, and and real quick, I just <laughs> want to add something because this is this is like this is like <laughs> yeah, I was watching something too. But let me say this point. Hold on, I'm I'm, I'm putting the Charlemagne joint. The Charlemagne. Uh -huh. Charlemagne. Because like I think ladies like dad bods because they want to be big themselves or they don't want to be um, held to a standard held to a standard because why because if you have a dad by you can't be talking you don't got no six-pack you you're not in <laughs> yeah. shape so i think ladies yeah. a lot of ladies that like dad bods could be that they want to be in a position where they aren't checked on how they looked or yeah. look so they want the dad by so that they can feel comfortable being as big as they want to be or being big in general or yeah. out of shape or out of shape we could say exactly because you know? yeah in order to have a dad bod you have to have a certain lifestyle and that lifestyle Ooh. generally indicates that you are excluding the gym and you are excluding a proper or a more refined diet so Sometimes, a lot of times, also stress is involved. Uh, it involves kids. It involves family responsibilities. Mm -hmm. um, and some people lose sight of it. But I don't know why we celebrate dad bods. Um, 
where that standard comes from. And I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head by saying that, you know, but I genuinely, genuinely, I do think that some women are attracted to men who have dad bots. Like they like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some out there like that that aren't trying to yeah. use it as an excuse. Yeah. But then the interesting part is usually so say a woman is with a man who has a dad bod and she's like oh i love his dad bod i would put a hundred thousand million trillion dollars on this bet that if that girl were to go to the gym exercise be be in shape fix her diet you know, be the best physically, physiologically that she can be. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure she wouldn't like that dad bod anymore. What do you think? Nah, I don't think she'll like the dad bod anymore unless she has like a fetish. Yes, see? Unless if it's like a fetish thing, I don't think she'll like it. Yeah. So, it... Okay. So then, where do people get their beauty standards from? If it's not what is naturally healthy, where do people get it from? Um, before, sorry, can I say something before you finish that question? Go ahead, go ahead. So, I was watching The Breakfast Club, right? And they were asking, yeah. uh, what is your security? And a lot of ladies were calling in talking about, yeah, my, you know, my, my body... Um, is my security, but you know, I'm good now. And a lot of them were just making excuses saying, you know, I have kids and, and, and let's not, <laughs> yeah. let's, let, let's not count it out. Like it didn't impact them. Okay. Yeah. They had kids and they have kids. So they, so they don't have time to do certain things. Okay. But right. it was just like, they were just, Charlemagne was like, Hey man, if y'all don't work, <laughs> if y'all don't want to work out, just say, I don't want to work out. <laughs> yeah. Stop yeah. stop saying all these things. Like, bro, they making it I have kids, you know, time, blah blah. And he was like, Yeah, you make time for what you want to make time for. And that's exactly. true. You want right to make on. time to cook, you you make time to cook. So it's not like you can't make time. Just that you don't want to make time. Yeah. And and uh it, it's just funny because you know, it's really like they don't want to work out. They just don't want to they do don't. it. It's, it's hard. They mm-hmm. want to do the easy route. Who doesn't want to do yep. an easier route? But Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's that. And, you know, don't get mad when you're not in the shape that you want. I mean, you could be. It's going to be hard work. But you could yeah. be in the shape that you want. That's 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 all that I want to tell you. You know, it, when you, if you talk to someone who understands the body, they will tell you it's a combination of sleep exercising and diet those three are the building foundations of having a great body so obviously we know everyone needs sleep it's better for you overall when we talk about diet and exercise that's where it begins to get touchy the lady and i my wife and i we haven't ex we haven't been consistent in exercising for some time and i will take the blame for that because the gym that we go to, it's 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 a it's an apartment gym, it's an apartment gym. Uh, so it the weight cap is at fifty pounds, two fifty pound dumbbells. That's oh, as really? heavy as it gets. Yeah. Wow, my mine go to like 
bro mine go at least like 90 95 wow yeah mine see, mine get up there bro see and if you're a squatter you know you, you wanna you wanna be able to at least squat you know up to 100 or close to 100 as much as possible with one dumbbell in your hand i can only do 50. we haven't been consistent in exercising for the last couple of weeks maybe last month but physiologically we're not changing we're not getting bigger we're not getting more out of shape and it's something that i always used to say is if you're not exercising as much your diet is supposed to supplement or aid in you not gaining weight so if your diet is on point and your exercise isn't on point you shouldn't be getting more unhealthy yeah you know it's uh yeah and and i think a lot of people um especially when when they don't understand the whole thing they emphasize one side of things and they're trying to and then they try to figure out like dang i'm doing this part right mm -hmm. and and i'm probably exercising but why aren't i losing weight or i'm eating correctly i'm eating low calories why aren't i losing weight throughout the day when yeah. it's more than just just eating it's more than just sleeping and it's more than exercise right. it's the whole combination you know custom to your body and to how your metabolism works so yeah. um we 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 all at some point have emphasized one area or only a couple and not mm -hmm. really seen all the things that impact it you know like yeah so so it's more to it than just you know one side or even two it's it's, it's other things that if you look at that impacts your results when it comes to that yep so you know, a lot of people are inconsistent with going to the gym, which is fine. Um, at, in more recent times have going to the gym. Let me phrase that properly. It isn't until more recently that going to the gym is a thing. It isn't until maybe the last, I don't know, 50 years or something. Um, yeah, it wasn't until maybe 40, 50, 60 years that going to the gym was a part of staying healthy. Maybe 100 years ago, you have to go out to the farm. You have to walk to your mm. nearest grocery store. Mm. Um, there was physical work that you had to do. Mm. And also, you couldn't just eat whatever you want all the time. You had to manage your food. You can't Ooh. eat all this food and then just drive to the grocery store at 12 a.m. to get more food. Oh, my goodness. This is, this is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm just thinking about, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nah, but that's an excellent point because if you look at, like, I'm thinking about the Egyptian days, right? Yeah. You know, like, you know, back in the day where they, they were, you know, the pyramid days. Mm -hmm. Bro, and even just thinking about the how they operated when it came to armies, th they didn't have no gym. No, no, no. They gym. didn't have no gym. What they did, w uh, soldiers, is that they had places to simulate combat, like they battled train. each other and they yes. trained. But throughout yeah. the, so so they either was training a lot and then working on stuff. Mm -hmm. Or just working outside, you know? Mm -hmm. So everything that they were doing was already physical. They didn't need no gym. And they mm -hmm. ate much, much cleaner because they didn't have all these scientifically made 
things to keep things. So ways of eating was already different. And then exactly. how they operated in life was very physical. So exactly. they didn't need no gym. The idea of staying in shape wasn't a thing back then. I even wonder, like, if there were fat people, how fat were they? Like, either they were definitely yeah. not doing anything because they probably were in a palace letting yep. everybody else do something. Or I don't know how people from the outside that aren't rich would ever be fat based uh-huh. on how they operated because they walk and work for everything. So it's so tough. And you know what? That's a good point, too, because in the Ghanaian culture, um, when you get married and your wife begins to become overweight, it's seen as a luxury. It's seen as you're rich. It's seen as you're wealthy. Uh-huh. It's, it's seen as you have food. You see? So you, I think you hit, hit that right on is the people in the palace. Those were the people that were being overweight. And you know what? It was probably looked at as like a wow, like look how overweight he is. That looks so amazing. He must be having twelve turkeys a week. Yes. Instead of whoa, what's wrong? His his knees are done. If Mm -hmm. if he gets injured, he's finished for like three years. You know that type of thing. And science has really allowed us to see that. So my 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 thing is. Your diet accounts for what your exercise doesn't do. Exercise helps you build muscle, right? Um, But when you're not building muscle, you don't want to gain fat. So your diet has to be able to help you not gain fat. Now, where do you get your beauty standard from? And why is it that, you know, it used to be frown. It used to be a standard that women wore corsets dang hold on what's a corset you lost me corset is the thing that they wear around their torso to help give them that shape you talking about the belt joint or no it's not a belt it's like something they wear from somewhere like here sometimes it even helped their their chesties come up plump them up a little bit but really they wore it around here, and then they'll tie it in the back real tight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. So it gives them that shape. Yeah, yeah. Right. And nowadays, you'll have women say, um, I look good for me. And I think it's a luxury nowadays to take what beauty standard was and why people were doing it to it's about me, and I'm doing it for me. Now, I think we've touched on this before. If every woman looked amazing in their own eyes, but whenever they go out and no one said a thing to them, or even their best friends didn't say how great they looked, (laughs) do you think think they would ask, hey, do I look good today? Yes, they would. Of course, man. You know they went. Look, look. <laughs> he, he, was, he was getting ready to smile. You know, man. What? Know I mean, of course. Like, they're going to ask you, oh, what, what do you think about my hair? Or they, they're going to ask. And, yeah, ladies just, just are like that, man. They want you to see the, the thing that, they, that they've prepared. You know, whether it's yeah. cooking or, or, or whether it's cleaning. Oh, look, I cleaned the kitchen. Haven't you noticed? Like they're gonna yep. want you to notice what they have done to 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 arrange or decorate whatever they've done. 
know. Now, if you if you dressed well and you went out and no one said a thing to you, wouldn't that be something we experience every day? Oh yeah, but I mean, I don't know about other dukes. I ain't never experienced not just joking. Um yeah, you yeah, yeah, we experienced that. Um but I would say I do get complimented um randomly, you know, unexpectedly. Um as well. So, um if not majority of people, probably like a very minor like probably let's say out of 10, right? Probably I might get 2, 2 or 3. <laughs> A good twenty percent. Yeah. That's solid. A good, a good twenty percent. You know, the minority will will say something, but the majority probably will just pass by. You know, it depends even, on. Yeah. And even when you do get that compliment, you're like, oh wow, thank you. Like yeah, you yeah. weren't expecting it, right? One is one is we 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 don't go out looking for. Oh yeah, I'm wearing this suit. What's up? Like, where all the ladies right. need to come come rate my outfit? Like, we don't look for that. I think I think ladies, um, when they. You know, for 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 instance, when they say, "Oh, I want to get cute," right? Yeah. What's up with yeah, the C? Yeah. What's up with I want to get nah, C word know, thing, man. right? I, I want to get C for. Oh, I want to get cute, right? Yeah. Like I'm, I almost punched myself in the lip for saying that. <laughs> um, they want pe. It's like they they want people to know, like, oh yeah, yeah she looking good. You know, exactly. they want them compliments, so they prepare themselves to get them to get them. They set exactly. themselves. Or they set their set their outlooks to get them. So, but but guys, if we look good, we just want people to see us. But you don't gotta say nothing as long as you see us. All right, you saw us. You know it's what I'm okay. saying? You <laughs> you know you saw it. You yeah. saw you saw the bust down. You saw right. the bust down wrist. You right. you saw the crispy necks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The turtleneck, whatever. You saw you saw my shoes. You just clean. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. So <laughs> I so now I beg the question. We accept men not looking good. If a dude goes out in sweatpants and a t-shirt, cool. He's a guy, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Where did women get the standard that they have to look a certain way mm. all the time? Why is it? Why is that a standard for women? Who? Where do you think that standard came from? Man, that only makes me think of one thing. Um, it makes me think of TV. It makes me think of TV, music videos, mm. music videos, celebrities, you know, it makes music me think of what makes you lose control. <clears throat> yeah, it makes yeah. You, yeah, it makes me think of the people that they admire. And a lot mm. of the times what is what's being shown um, on TV as this yeah. is the style, <clears throat> you know, this is what... Uh, is in fashion, you know. This is the look that X and X, X and such celebrity is wearing, and and she's at the top. You know, they consider her very beautiful. So it's yeah. I think it's what the, what we uh, get from TV and what they tell us out in advertisement. You know, they tell us, oh, you gotta be this for this new fashion statement yeah. or this new fashion look. This is how. You know, you gotta have the big, the big buns for this. You gotta have the yeah, big yeah, yeah. tops, tops for this. You know what I'm saying? You gotta mm-hmm. have a slim waist for this. Mm-hmm. S- slim waist jeans, skinny jeans. Like, yeah, it's it's in the fashion. So the fashion, I think, molds the standard of beauty, which also affects the 
the the body's composition. Like you got to be this size to be in this type of fashion group. And so, so let me because we today women still follow the same beauty standards that women were putting on themselves a hundred years ago. It just seems like they're doing it for themselves now, even though they're still trying to dress and look the same way. Not the same way, but they're still trying to look extra all the time, like women were back in the day. So I guess the question really should be, where in general does the beauty standard for women come from? Where? I have no idea. I mean, to, 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 um, to put it let that me, way. Let me put it this way. Do you think women came up with their own beauty standard? Oh, so it it, it probably stemmed from uh, what they believe men like. It, it, see, that's the only answer I can always come to. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I'm not talking about like 1960s or something. Let's go further back so no one has anything to say about back in you know, the, day. the revolution or something. Yeah, like 200 years ago. Okay. Women were picked for marriage based off of what they look like. Why does a woman need to look nice if she doesn't want to get married? If she doesn't want to get attraction from the other person? And I believe that has been lost in translation as time moves forward. That's interesting. Right? Because now women are going from... I need to look my best and present myself in the best fashion so that when someone sees me, they would approach me or speak to me. Um, And we could talk marriage. We could talk relationship, those type of things, too. I need to present myself in the best fashion so that I can feel the best way that I feel. Because as you're saying, this woman looks this way and she seems to get attention from whomever that she wants. Mm. It's gone from serving a purpose to serving ourselves. What is the point of these beauty standards if it's just for yourself? For what? I mean, shoot, that's a that's an interesting way to uh, bring it out from the ground because now that's what is that's what social media is about. Look at me. Social media is about look at me. You know, I I got this. I'm here. I'm I'm doing this. I'm look so it is so social media in itself is selfish, you know, and mm, and yeah, man, and, and so coming from where you're coming from, and you know, it just fits in well with social media and how they operate, you know, is for self gratification, mm. pr- you know, pretty much from others. You know, social media is the epitome of self gratification. You die on straight. We were just looking at some big name people the other day looking at their follower counts 388 million 144 million i mean can you imagine waking up and looking at how many people are following you and looking at you on your social media whenever you post a photo thousands dozens of thousands of people are just liking it commenting oh you look great oh i love this oh i love you so much oh will you just be with me oh please just breathe on me Oh, hey, man. that how how do you not how does that not become your standard of living when you're seeing these people being praised every day for something? You know, a couple hundred years ago, if a girl is 16 or 17 and a, a, a good suitor 
pursues her, the first thing you think about is, wow, she looks so beautiful. He must love how she looks. Oh, her, 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 her chesties look great. Wow. Her dress is beautiful. Her hair looks great. That's why he pursued her because that's how it worked. He pursued what he found beautiful and then they got to know each other and then they married shortly after. But now it's gone from beauty being what brings a man in to beauty is what just keeps me happy. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so beauty has just become the standard. Go ahead. Go ahead. And that's why, you know, and that's why when the beauty is no longer there. Oh, let me get another one. That's young, man. See, and, this ain't and, this ain't a box of cookies, man. Nope, nope. Sorry, <laughs> you get one cookie, cookie out the box, bro. Stop being <laughs> greedy, baby. <laughs> anyway, man, that's that's my whole topic. I wanted to bring that. That was good. That was a good conversation. That went in deep, but I think it was good for us to verbalize some of these things that we're seeing and what the whole point of it is. But you got anything to say before we move forward? Yeah, man. Um. It's just it's just interesting to see how things uh, developed over time, and I wonder where we're gonna go from here. You know, like pretty soon, what is social media gonna transform? Because you know it's going to a different level. So what is it gonna transform into? We're gonna be a part of that, and and well, might be a part of that. I don't know how long it's gonna take, but well, let's see where yeah. it goes. Everything goes back and forth. I think it's gonna go back to the whole modesty thing. Mm. Um, and then it might get worse again because you know there's always move forward, come back a little bit, and then spring forward again. Yeah, leap you forward, see? and then and then, yep. Yeah, yeah they do that. So well, let we'll us know see, in man. the comments, man. Let us know in the comments what you think about this thing, um, and 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 where you think it's gonna head to because, you know, it's always gonna be evolving into some other beast. So we just we're just waiting to see. But anyway, let's move to the next topic. Um, <clears throat> so. You know, we're both, um, we're, we're human beings, right? You know, we're human I think beings. So. And, I think you so. know, we, we have relationships, different type of relationships, mom, dad, brother, sister, auntie, uncle, Sometimes. co-worker, uh, boss, whatever, you know? Yeah. Friend. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's, let's look into relationships, right? Um, and, uh, romantic relationships. What okay. is a healthy, what is healthy communication in a relationship how is it done correctly hmm. you know you know we think about um the do's and don'ts all the time um in in combination but just what is healthy communication in a relationship you know what are some some uh i guess things over time you've you've uh seen experienced and then learned I guess from others that you would deem healthy communication. Shoot, man, that's a lot. Um, it's a lot, bro. First of all, let me lay down the basics of healthy communication because someone may go, I've been married for 10 years and my wife and I just can't get along with our communication. Okay, cool. Again, this is just our perspective. We're just two guys having a conversation, right? By the grace of God, we would be able to give someone a perspective, a better perspective 
on whatever it is. If not, hey, cool, we're just having a conversation. If so, <laughs> drop your comment below. Let us know. How many years does it take a child and the parent to get on a good communication level? After... Oh, oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You... <laughs> after... After... <laughs> something bad happened or just like as they grow up yeah bro i'm thinking like in their mid-20s okay that's so, when okay you know what i'm saying that's when a a, a a child of a parent really begins to understand how to communicate as a mature person different levels yeah different levels Different levels. The majority of people, that's how I see it happen. When they graduate college, when they go out, start living their life, and then they're like, oh, man, my parent is a human being just like me. Dang, like, they've been through a lot. Wow, I can't imagine this and that. Mm -hmm. You begin to have a little bit more respect for them. So why is it that when you get married, people are looking for the communication to be perfect within the first maybe five years, maybe ten mm. years? You see what I'm saying? People put such a big standard on communication and they miss the patience part of it. Oh. They missed the this is a a long time that it's going to take for us to get on a good communication level. Let me tell you mm. why. When you look for ways to communicate better to your significant other, a lot of times you'll hear well, how do they want to hear the message? How do they receive the message? That is how you should be talking. Mm -hmm. um, I've never seen a fruit tree that grows fruit a certain way just because we think it should be sweeter. That doesn't happen, right? You have to learn how to eat the fruit. You eat the fruit long enough, it's going to taste just fine. You see what I'm saying? It's something that you have to grow an acclimation to. You know, D D D loves um you, you know, he loves pears of kiwi. I don't know if you've seen pears of kiwi. He gotta have them in twos, you know. He likes <laughs> <laughs> he likes them in twos because they they just remind him of something that he's always around and you know, he has to have them in twos. If he if it's not in twos, it's a no do. So I just wanted to let you guys know that those are the type of like <laughs> any any fruit shaped in a oval circular. You get, Dang, man. Put them in pairs. Put them in pairs, guys. <laughs> Send it over. Ah, uh, all right. That was a quick break. You gonna cut that out, right? Yeah, we are gonna go ahead and cut that part out. <laughs> um. So where I was going with this before we got. <laughs> sorely distracted um, by our advertisement. Um, let's see. Where was I even going, man? Dang, man. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry I got you all your mind on on, on your favorite things. Um, <laughs> this this is not intended to let you get mesmerized in all wow. the fanatical combinations. Yeah. You know, hey man, come on, man. Let's get serious on this, man. <laughs> this is this is a serious topic, man. Okay, you know what so so this so let me see serious. if I can help you come back to center. Um, you know, you said a lot of people want things to happen quick in the relationship realm, but it takes a long period of time. Yeah. So, 
some people may laugh at me and be like, oh, yeah, he's young. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I actually found that communicating the way that you want to is the best way to communicate. Some will say, well, what if the other person doesn't receive it well? You have to change the way so that they receive it well. Yes, but no. How is it that you're 28, 29 years old, communicated a certain way your whole life, and now because you're married, you have to change how you communicate overall? That doesn't make any sense. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. Unless you have a toxic communication style, like yelling at your partner, talking down to your partner, those type of things are toxic, right? No one will hear that and be like, oh, yeah, great. I'm so, used to you. So, so you're saying, okay, you know, if it's not toxic, then it should be okay. No. Okay. If, if it's not toxic, <sighs> it should be refined, not changed. Someone will say you have to change the way you communicate. Say. And, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask you in, in, in what ways is it changing? Good. <clears throat> yeah. So say you're working and you're frustrated and your significant other walks in the room with a whole bunch of questions. Oh, let's do this. It's just bombarding you with a whole bunch of stuff and you're frustrated and you speak out of frustration. You offend them. They're offended. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't speak out of frustration uh, just because we want to offend people. Right. That's not why we speak out of frustration in the moment. You speak out of frustration because your mind is trying to focus on something. But someone not because they want to, but someone in your mind is is distracting you. It continuously, continuously moving you out of the road that you're in. They're just so much stuff is going on. So you speak out of like whatever you say comes out as, hey. I'm trying to focus on this. What do you want? Like, can we do this later? And it's understandable. Frustration is understandable. Maybe out of speaking in that level of frustration, you just say, I don't really have the time for that right now. Can we talk about this in a little bit? That's it. That's it. That's that's all you have to say. You don't have to change how you're like, hey, babe. So, like, right now I'm really busy, and I know you have a lot of... What are you talking about, man? <laughs> Get out of here with that. What you talking about out here? Right. That, I think a healthy form of communication can be straightforward in the sense that you communicate exactly what is going on. You don't have to butter it up. That's healthy. What's unhealthy... Because here's the problem with that. Once you begin to for, form this whole idea of a healthy type communication where you have to form things and say things <laughs> a certain way, when you're really, really, really frustrated, you're not going to start to think about all the things that you've learned about communication. You're going to speak the way that you want to speak. But if you're speaking the way you want to speak, but you're speaking it directly and you're not being toxic about it, such as yelling, such as talking, <laughs> yeah, abusive, those type of things. And these are virtues that you have to develop as a person. And you developing these virtues doesn't necessarily mean you're developing the way that you communicate. You're just developing your character. 
That's why developing virtues as a person is so important because your character comes out in every which way, right? As Christ said, it's not what goes in that makes a person, um, that pollutes a person. It's what comes out, what, what is coming out of you, right? So speaking directly, um, and I think that kind of communication is healthy because it fits many different kinds of personalities. No one has to form sentences. So I think that kind of communication, to your point, it takes years to build and it takes years for the other person to get used to. Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. And, and I was thinking about like earlier when you had mentioned it, I was thinking about like going back to social media, how how not even social media, but um, like how things are forming now in this world where we have all these things that makes life more convenient. Right. And it's quick and it's easy. Like, you know, um, instant gratification type stuff on Instagram or, you know, social medias. Then you got the things you can buy and have it delivered, order online, bop, bop, bop. Everything's convenient, fast, quick. Let me have it now or never. Right. I think it bled. And, and, and that's the, kind of the same formula that is happening with, as you said, um, spe- evolving in communication in your relationship. Everybody wanted right. to be quick. Let me let me click with you immediately or else it's not it. You know, if, 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 if you say something weird in the beginning, it's over. Like, mm-hmm. they're so quick to cut everything off. So yeah. easy because everything is, I like it, I want it. Now or never, yeah, yes, not no, load within 0.5 seconds. So, <clears throat> they do. There is this thing of it should be happening like this, it, it like shouldn't that. be hard, it shouldn't be something that you got to work at, it shouldn't be any bumps or, or bibbles. Or, or if there's mm-hmm. no, if there's no bumps or bibbles, it must be right, you know. Yep, what happened when the bumps and bibbles come? What is a bibble? the heck hey man it is what anyway, it is man anyway so to the point of it taking a long time there is development even as your own person you don't know exactly the type of uh individual you want to be before college most of the time for most yeah. people it takes a while for you to figure out oh this is what i really want to do or this is what i really like or you know how do I want to, whatever X Y Z? It takes is you learn those things as well. So what do you, why do you think you're gonna learn somebody else and have that bond union, no, like instantly, like completed? It's gonna take mm-hmm. the completion actually never happens throughout your whole lifetime because yeah. why you're always evolving and it's always new things, new challenges, new things to learn. So you you do advance but it's always something to 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 learn you know but to the point of having good communication it's going to take long it's not going to be a fast thing definitely not man um and like you said i think social media is causing people to think that they have to communicate a certain way see the thing with social media is it's a highlight of people's lives I was watching this Jubilee thing one at one point and they had this Jubilee. girl speed yeah, speed date a whole bunch of guys. 
and she was looking through their phone of who they are. She got to the pictures of the guys and she got to the picture of this one guy and she's like, oh, wow, his life is lit. Like he's always doing stuff. Wow, he's lit. He broke on his face. On his face, he was like, okay, I mean, I guess I'm lit. Like, I guess my lifestyle is lit. She has, she has no idea who he is. What do you, t- her perception of him was already formed in her mind because of the pictures that he put online. Why? That is exactly what social media intends for you to do, though. That's the whole point. Is to look at someone and say, based on these pictures, based on where they're at, based on the people that they're with, their life is lit. I want to be with I want to be with them in a relationship. I want to be friends with them. I want to hang out with them. That's it. That's all it is. So we don't get a realistic view of when a couple gets in an argument. And I've I heard this in a conference. Some couples don't talk for a week. Some couples don't talk for months. Um, until they figure it out and come back together and talk. That may seem unhealthy to people, but you just wait till you get married and then you get in a deep conflict with your significant other and y'all don't talk for weeks. Now, are you unhealthy and toxic? No. I think healthy communication builds over a, a certain amount of... Have you ever gone to a friend's house and seen how they talk to their parents and you're like, oh, that's weird. Like, why are they talking to me like that? <laughs> Yo... <laughs> Everybody had a Nick. Every black friend has had a Nick or or Bob, bro. Went over the house and they went over there talking to their mom like a friend. Hey, mom, would oh you make us God. some sandwiches? Yeah, I'm like, bro. Am I? Am I, am I on earth? <laughs> bro, <laughs> you question where you are. Like, yeah. is, I'm like, I don't know if this is real or not or if this is a joke. But that just for real. The sentence he just said and how he said it was wild. wild. Hey mom, make us a couple sandwiches. We're hungry. Yeah. Add the chips. Don't forget about it, or I'm gonna <laughs> still like five you did bucks last time. Like you did last yeah. time, or I would take five bucks again. Yeah. And I'm huh? like, okay, Fred. Just mom, just tight. put. It. Mom, you interrupted our game. Just put it on the table and get out of the room. <laughs> First of all, I never experienced that, but. Some people can relate Bro, to that. I experienced that actually. I was riding home from oh, a Lord. soccer game for my friend, and his mom was like trying to say stuff, trying to tell him stuff. And I guess he was frustrated. He was like, "Mom, shut up! Like, can you just shut up?" I was like, "Oh, bro, we're in high school. Who do you think you're?" Bro, we even in high to? school we don't do that to our parents, bro. No. Now Excuse to this day, me. I'm not doing that. Yeah, man. I. Bro, you we have, we have a, you locked in and you're not doing that still. Yeah. We have a conscience. See? <laughs> that, that's, that's what I mean. It's developing your virtue and character for your benefit that yeah. other people may benefit off of you. You know what I mean? If you're trying to become a good communicator so you can talk better to your wife, that's not going to benefit anyone. You have to benefit from... You eat when you're hungry so that you don't snap at other people, right? You're benefiting yourself. And because you're in a safe position, now other people can feed off of you and be okay. 
Hey, real quick, speaking on hangry people, man. Now, I know some people <laughs> that be getting hangry, like when they hungry, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to talk. They ain't even hearing your sentences, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. They they not responding. I'm like, bro, you good? Uh huh. They as soon as they uh-huh. take a bite, now nah, they want to smile and talk. I hey. asked you 21 questions and none of them hit you. What well, like I was? What commercial I, was that? Was that the Snickers? Snickers joint. Commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do, don't be a beast. Eat Snickers <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Um, Those commercials are so true, but yeah. yeah, if you if if you're developing patience, see, and then we can get into the whole relational thing with God. But you know, there there is developing it for yourself for yourself's sake, and there is being developed for the glory of God. Those are two different things. But if we're talking about just being a good communicator, you have to develop that patience. Either way, either or, you have to develop it. And, you know, how is it done correctly? Um, it's done in patience. It, it's done with bearing with one another. It's done with you're not perfect. I don't expect this person to be perfect. So, you know, we're just going to keep chugging through it and we'll get better over time. Mm. What you can't do is take a course on communication and become a great communicator. That even takes years. That person who's teaching the course, they took some years to learn fully how to be a great communicator. And even then, they still aren't perfect communicators. They are just a teacher of something they understand very well. Mm-hmm. So so in the so same way, yeah. More, more of the story. What's the more of the story? The more of the story is it takes time to learn how to communicate specifically with the people in whom you need to communicate well with. Yep. 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 On, on both sides. Well, with that, man, we're going to... Hop into our interactive segment of the podcast. So for our interactive portion this week, we have WWYD. And D, I believe, wrote this one out. So hit us with the WWYD. All right, man. So you find out. That a 20-year-old kid is in yours. And this question, I guess you could say specifically for men. What would you do if at 20 years old, the kid being 20 years old, you find out that the kid isn't yours? And what had happened was you and your wife, you guys couldn't get pregnant. (laughs) So one day. (laughs) Why are you snicking on that? Huh? Why are you sneaking on a not pregnant one? Oh, no, no. I'm not. I'm just saying, like, because this is a tough situation. I'm thinking of the scenario okay. as I'm saying it. <laughs> she couldn't get pregnant. And uh-huh. she goes to a sperm donation bank. And she gets the insertion. And she gets <sighs> pregnant. But at, at the age of the 20-year-old kid, you find out it's not yours. What would you do? She didn't cheat on you. She didn't. So, so in a situation, we know that she didn't cheat. Right. That's what she tells you. She didn't cheat. She went to a sperm bank and got some. I need to see the records of that order that you made. 
It's been given. You have it. It's in your desk. It's in front of you, man. Let man forget about that, man. We know <laughs> what? what it is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's trying to do anything. Yo, yo, he just skipped this joint. He said, "Okay, it's there. It's there." Dang. <laughs> so I got the papers now as well. Yeah, you got. You have the papers, man. You know that she got. You know from the bank. What would you do, man? What would you do? And look at why you smiling so hard. <laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> He's, you got to answer this too, so I'll be dancing hey, next. Man. I'm chilling right now. I'll be dancing next. I mean, shoot, if I know already, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Um, But, shoot, I, I love the kid all the way to 20. It's it is he he's is I don't think it's gonna be I don't think it's gonna be that different. <clears throat> What's well, not gonna? I mean, bro, you know your wife had a yeah. kid with someone else. Nah, it was a it was a sperm joint. I know, but it's not your kid. It's with someone else. It's yeah, someone but but it's no someone else though. Like it, it's nobody. It's just a formula. Where did the, this sperm come from? The, yeah, it came from somebody else, but that person is non-relational. You know what I mean? So this so is a no look, this is a no sequel database right now. So yeah. Is, so so <laughs> you no looking around whenever y'all go out to the grocery store and stuff. You you looking at Juan over there. Your kid looks a little bit like Juan. Like dang man, is that is that Juan's kid? First of all, my if my kid was looking like Juan out out, <laughs> out the box, then I should know something is different. You know, no, okay. at that point, right, what about what about Jerome? Right? Uh, see, see, a little see. bit like Jerome. See. You know what I'm saying? Like, wouldn't see. that bother you? Wouldn't that mess with you? It would. I think with anybody, it'll feel feel a little different. But I mean, I wouldn't do anything differently, um, except for it. It'll definitely hurt for a little bit, and you know, definitely, <clears throat> um, not feel good, but. I would still love both of them. Dang. Your wife was lying to you for 20 years, man. She didn't tell you that was not your kid. Yeah, yeah, that's going to hurt. That's going to take some time to heal from. You know, it's going. it might take some therapy even. It might. But, you know, we're going to get through it. It'll be a definite devastating thing to find out because you thought, you know, you thought it was all, all organic from you. Yeah. It's going to hurt. Matt, shoot, matter of fact, it might take, it might. It's gonna take some time. It's gonna take some time. Yeah, to yeah. yeah it's gonna man. Take, it, it might take some therapy, and all that because she lied. So that's gonna hurt. Right. Lying, lying, is is a is a hard stab to take in the chest. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, I w- I would just take some time to do therapy and and try to heal up because it's gonna it's gonna do some damage. What about you? What you doing? For me, yeah, it's going to do a lot of damage because how do you look at, you know, your wife the same way after she she lied to you like that? Like, dang. Then then you might be thinking like, dang, she said I was putting it down. Have I been putting it down? (laughs) She, she, you know what I mean? So now all the other stuff is going to be questioned. Everything, man. Yeah, you might have quite, dang, so that mean... I mean, it's going to be a lot of questions that that, that arise. 
You know, it's, it's yeah. going to be a rabbit hole of of um, denial. Yep. Yeah, man. Is is going to go from dang? I I thought she wanted a family with me to she just wanted a family for herself. It's gonna it's gonna be mm, deep. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt, bro. Yeah. Black hole. It's gonna create a black hole, probably. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, is that's just a, a crazy situation? And then you bring the kid into it, and now their emotions are involved between the two of you. Because mm-hmm. now, if you leave, if you leave your wife, it's like, oh, y'all divorcing me because I'm not both of y'all's kid, and then it's gonna send a kid into a black hole. So you gotta tank that as a man. You gotta just take that punch. Um. Yeah, that's gonna be. That's gonna be a sacrifice of a lifetime. That's gonna be um, hard. Yeah, what would I do? Um, <laughs> I would. Hmm. If my wife got pregnant through a sperm bank, well, I'd be grateful that she didn't let Jerome poker. Yeah, um, get uh for somebody else entering. I'm glad that didn't happen. But yeah, it's still, it's still a hurt that I thought it was mine, but it wasn't. You know, I know the lie, man. The lie is yeah. what will you. Um, I mean, the relationship will have to be what it is for whatever, how many, how however long it's gonna be. If we don't talk for some time, so be it. But you just can't break that covenant. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a covenant. It's a covenant, not because you want to be married, but you are obligated to figure it out. So, yeah, I would, I would, I would stay with her. It's going to be years of therapy, of counseling, um, between me and the wife, between me and the kid, between the wife and the kid. Wait, so, so you think you're going to be mad at the kid, or or not like the kid? You see, I wouldn't be mad at the kid. <laughs> I wouldn't be. I just, I couldn't bring myself to be mad at the kid. They didn't ask mm-hmm. to be brought into the situation. It's the person who did it. That's that's where the, the issue is going to be. But that kid is going to be messed up too once they find that out. You know? Um, but yeah, that, this was a little bit of a heavy one. But Yeah, yeah man, you I took would. us to, the, to, to these waters, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but yeah, I, I would I would seek reconciliation, um, and that fits right into the communication we just talked about. It would take a very long time mm. for us to get back to where we were, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take man. A long time, but yeah, you, you ain't you ain't you ain't gonna believe that you're putting the down right anymore. Oh, that was nah, great, man. Nah, yeah. I don't know if I did it great. It was it great. All of a sudden, <laughs> ten ten weeks from now, that's why I lied about, huh? Yeah, bro. Hey, yep. man. The steak was delicious, dear. <laughs> nah, it don't taste that good to me. What you... Yeah, why, why, right. why you... Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know no more, man. Yeah, everything is <sighs> a question, man. Hey, so yeah, hey, y'all drop it down in the comments what you guys would do in that situation. You know, what you guys, you know, guys in the situation. Or for ladies. Well, ladies, I don't know how that would even... That if you were in the position of a guy, what would you do? You know, if I mean? you were in the position of a guy, yeah, yeah, try to imagine that. Uh, let us know in the yeah. comments, man. It's been another great episode of the Holy Duel Podcast, episode thirteen. Yeah. Make 13. sure you uh, go to the links below. 
to check us out on the other platform if you are on the opposite side. And also, if you want to email us, it's there. Social medias are there. All that good stuff, man. We are done for the episode. It's Eddie Ed. Hey, it's Dialogue Folksies. And we're only holy. Because he is. And remember, faith don't come expensive. It's free. It's free, y'all. Peace. Yaga. Yeah,